0: Us, been when the dummy just Good
1: morning, night city. <laughs> this is another episode of Bringing Down the Grindhouse, coming from our back alley studio. And tonight we're discussing. Cyberpunk 2077. I'm Mitch. I've heard... I've... <laughs> <laughs> this
2: is the deepest I've ever heard your voice go. <laughs> <Let's see. laughs> that was a pretty weak accent from him. Just saying. My voice isn't deep at all. <laughs>
3: My voice doesn't go like that. Sorry, bro. It like squeaks a little bit when I get too low. Right. <laughs> it, just it
4: kind is, of trails off. It is now 2021. And we are beginning our new season for the podcast. Uh, With that, uh, we are doing the Patreon at a $2 minimum. If you would like to recommend us some content, we will definitely take it into consideration and do an episode for you.
2: Also listen to all the bonus content.
4: As well as the bonus
2: content. I swear we're going to put more stuff on there.
3: Check out the merch. As well. Get that swag. Get yourself a sick-ass t-shirt.
4: But Other than that, we should probably begin. This, Ooh, I'm we, excited for this we are one. leaving 2020 behind and we're going to 2077 today
1: oh we've all been playing this game
2: too much all right <laughs> but how many hours is everybody at right now for this game
3: between my two characters i've made i'm at like 90 hours fuck yeah
2: yeah
1: it would be my about 90 with my two also
4: 90 over here
2: well i have a job so <laughs> 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 i'm just kidding i'm at like 60 70 hours of this game <laughs> it's a lot of time spent
4: and that's the thing this is a lot of game to go about Holy shit
2: yeah there's just so much there's so many side missions you can do you could just spend days just doing the side missions and not even progress the story and you'd have a lot of fun because of all the missions and stories that they have there and all the stuff you can find and read about there's an, a ridiculous amount of content you can read from the shards a lot of cool backstory and lore
3: i feel like honestly this game is more of the side missions than the main missions like the yeah. main missions definitely progress what's available to you but in the grand scheme of things, the main missions are relatively short. Yeah. Compared it's a sh- to all it's like an eight-hour campaign. You get. Yeah. True.
2: Yeah. If you went like just straight through it, it'd probably take you like two, maybe three days and if you're, you're cutting it up.
1: And you're missing out on like a whole... If you're just doing that, you're missing yeah. out on a lot of cool upgrades and yeah. interesting oh, yeah. ways to progress and build.
3: And despite the side quests being side quests, they're actually pretty interesting and intricate, Like especially when you get more towards like the advanced side jobs and whatnot, like they're pretty much their own storylines in and of yeah. themselves. And like, they
2: affect certain things. Yeah, like, if like you there's help the Judy out. side quest yeah. where you
3: take down uh, an organization. There's also the river side quest where you go on a Oof. mystery journey. It's
4: a really good investigator.
3: Yeah. Ooh, daddy um. river. <laughs> you can romance him, by the way. It's true. If you have a female well, build. But he's Same with Judy. <laughs> well,
4: here, here's what I wanted to ask. What builds are you guys running right now?
3: Well, the first character I made was a a corpo character, and uh, I didn't really know a whole lot about the attributes and whatnot when I started, so I was just upgrading random shit, so it's kind of all over the place, really. But my second build was way more focused. I put emphasis in intelligence, and uh, what is the other one? Reflexes. Reflexes, yeah. So my character specifically is hack and slash, so I go in and hack my enemies, and then I swipe them down with my katana. It's a lot of fun. There's some pretty interesting hacks in there, let Uh, me say.
4: Did you go Corpo for your second playthrough?
3: No, my second playthrough I did Street Kid. Okay. Which I had a lot of fun with.
2: I've not done the Corpo one yet. I started with Street Kid and focused on rifles because I fell in love with the tech rifle I found. Yeah. Which, like, auto-locks onto someone's head or, like, any body part. So you kind of just shoot in their general area and Mm -hmm. it'll like curve around (laughs) corners to hit them so uh, i i did a lot into the reflexes and then into the body as well to get like all the armor for it and then the second playthrough i did a nomad and they're focused on the blades so a lot of same reflexes but i did all the blade stuff instead and it's a lot of fun to slash around with that and move really quickly right because you can like get bonus on your movement speed by dodging or every time you kill someone you'll get your stats like refreshed basically mm-hmm. or your uh what is it your stamina so it was totally worth it although the, you get cool responses as a street kid like because yes, you yeah. just know shit about Night City so I was like I kind of liked that playthrough so far I've only gotten up to like level 30 31 or something
3: like that you're at 30 I'm at 31 oh that's right thank you very much I'm also at 50 street kid hey. <laughs> yeah for real that street cred I though. run these streets <laughs> <laughs>
2: So
1: much cred. Buy my new stuff. <laughs> I mean,
2: at that point, don't you just have access to pretty much anything that the sellers can... I mean, there's yes. certain weapons that yeah. you
3: still need to have a certain actual level in yeah, order to access. Yeah, your character but level. street cred will give you access to a lot of buyable content and then um, side jobs you can only unlock when you get to a certain level True. of street cred. Also,
4: you'll have extra dialogue options if you're a max street kid Uh cred. Yeah. I did a mission where I was supposed, I was defending a, a little shop owner from some gangs and they're like, hey, that's the person that fucking came back from the dead we should get the fuck out of here yeah <laughs> like they were talking about me in these streets
3: <laughs> i'm in these streets
4: uh, mitch <laughs> what did you run
1: so my first playthrough i didn't know what i was doing because i wasn't Same. familiar with this setting very very well and so i went i ended up going um i started off in reflexes and then i was like eh, i don't really like gunplay too much and then i just started stacking body points <laughs> and then just went max body and cool and that nice. was it. And then I was just this really skinny girl with gorilla arms. Then, <laughs> yes. Like my way of dealing with things was I maxed out blunt weapons like yes. crazy because they're super fun. And I found a legendary crow, not crowbar, tire iron. Yes. And then that was the weapon of choice forever. So every mission was just who needs stealth? Just walk just in and start whacking death.
4: everyone. Yes. <laughs> yep. uh, my build personally, I'm still on my first playthrough. I went with a street kid. Uh, I wanted to do intelligence because I figured out that it is the mage class. You basically, <laughs> Pretty much. You, yeah. you, could, you basically upload hacks on your enemies. And what really matters is the cyber deck being able to refresh RAM. What I really love about it is finding access points to get extra money from just people's stashes. Right. Oh, yeah. That's and great. And
3: components for crafting too. That You as can well. get like at least $1,000 once you get to a certain level that, every time you hack something. That's
4: the thing. Like these little mini games, it's like I didn't even try and I got 2,000 eddies. Thanks for your life savings, bud. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I've been doing that and I tried reflexes because I like the Mantis blades. Got the gorilla arms for the boxing matches. Found out I like punching people in the face <laughs> because, it, because it doesn't kill them. And so... Uh, i'm doing non-lethal stuff and then i go around with a silenced gun and start killing them afterwards to get more points
3: yeah that's how (laughs) you do it
4: so i've been doing that so body and uh, body and intelligence for me um but we should talk about like a little bit of the backstory behind the game and everything that like surrounded it uh so i'm gonna go off on that Uh, it was produced by cd project red they are a company from warsaw poland they are mostly known for doing the Witcher series.
2: <laughs> and they're also getting sued. They're in Supposedly. a lot of controversy. <laughs> People are just saying, they were mad because they didn't run on an old system from like six years ago. Get over it.
0: Gamers are so easy. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. Like, just get on. a better system. Yeah, get
2: the newer system or play it on PC and stop being done.
4: Like, that's the thing. Like They just released new systems f- yeah. optimized for it. Yeah, exactly. Are you going to expect seven different ports of a game to work it's perfectly? Stupid. Yeah. Um. But because of that, it was due to release in April of 2020, got pushed to September, November. And finally, we got our baby of a game on December 10th, 2020, just a couple weeks old. Uh, The Cyberpunk name is uh, based off of the TTRPG Cyberpunk 2020 by Mike Pondsmith, who made it in 1988. It was later distributed by TSR, who is known for publishing D&D stuff. And they would eventually make a card game uh, by Wizards of the Coast called Netrunner, which was based off of 2020. Nice. Uh, He basically worked hand-in-hand with CD Projekt Red to make his vision come alive for Cyberpunk 2077. So the creator of the world and the story, basically hand-in-hand, because he's written all the rule books, all the handbooks, all the guides for corpo stuff, vehicles, guns. Basically, this is his baby, so he's going to give it the treatment. I think CD Project Red did well.
2: Oh, and if you've never seen Mike Pondsmith, he is an older black man with, like, white hair, basically. Yep. <laughs> so he's a dope fucking person. Right.
4: <laughs> uh, he also he also does a lot of things where he plays the game online.
2: Yeah, he totally streams himself playing his own game that he made, which is, <laughs> which is like, such a flex <laughs> on <Holy> people. <laughs>
4: um, when he was making the game, he cites Blade Runner Neuromancer by William Gibson. Uh, it's a novel. Ter- uh, terminator and akira's influence for his world and love for the genre the
2: ttrpg can't was you re- get like an akira bike in the yes. game yeah it's totally a thing you buy from i think wakako so yeah too. i have it for both of yeah, characters. <laughs> yeah, it's, really yeah. it's a great bike yeah uh
4: the ttrpg was then re-released in 2020 under the name cyberpunk red nice. and it was made to simplify the rules in the original 2020 version basically combat and net running were their own separate things they're a very complicated systems, so they took the time to flesh it out and make it very easy, like fifth edition d And it remains sold out as of November 2020. Nice. So, core rulebook can't get, but you can get a box set as of right now. Ooh, how much is it? It is about $30. Oh, wow. You I'll get, totally buy that. <laughs> yeah, you that get a lot of dope. good stuff. Hell yeah. Get a good uh, amount of uh, character minis, not minis, but like little stand ins. Right. Get some dice, get the rulebook character sheets, everything you need to basically make a campaign. I think it's a D10,
1: D6 system too. It doesn't use yep. the D20 model. Two, oh, right. two D10s,
4: uh, four D6s. Yep. Nice. But yeah, so that's just a little bit of backstory about the game. Cyberpunk it was pretty has-
2: fleshed out before it even got into like being a video game. Mm-hmm. Right. So it wasn't like they were taking really small thing and turning it into something. But they made something that was already big even bigger with all of the lore they've added in. I can't imagine how much work went into writing all of those shards that you like don't ever read or you like try to sit and read through them you're like this is so much
3: content oh, yeah that's the thing about this <laughs> game is detail yeah like not it's only is the map and the city so layered and detailed but there's a bunch of little hidden easter eggs whether yeah. they're in the shards or things you might find around inside missions
2: especially inside of the city i do yeah. have to say once you get out into the badlands and other areas it is kind of remote there really isn't that much out there but maybe they'll fill it in like in the future or it's just meant to be that way
4: I think it's just supposed to be open
2: road yeah. for the Badlands. Right. Yeah,
3: it's it, the backcountry. It's, it's yeah, the it's where no all the hicks, hicks live. Yeah, <laughs> it's Hicktown.
2: They even say it in the game, which yeah. also makes me think of how I really like their like made up words for the game. Chum, where they're calling their friends chooms <laughs> or like Gonks. <laughs> so Don't be cho- so gonk, bro. Yeah, <laughs> Chum is
4: supposed to be a play on words of chum.
2: Oh, yeah. okay. Yep, that's fair. That's not too far off. It just reminds me of like when they made like, basically their own language for, like, A Clockwork Orange or something. Yeah. They just made their own language and, like, things that happen. They have, like, shortened versions of what their stuff is.
4: You're such an idiot. Oh, you mean a gonk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look at that board. They
2: came up with new shit. They have, like, brain dances as a thing. Yeah, does. yeah. They're very... so. I appreciated that, putting those elements into the game. So, like, you feel like you're joining their world by learning all of these things. Then you hear someone else say it, and you understand what they're saying.
4: What defines something as cyberpunk?
2: I, I don't know if there's, like, an official, like, rules of, like, what would be, but usually it involves some sort of futuristic, mostly apocalyptic, and always includes technology. Mm-hmm. You'll usually have it, like, installed in yourself, or the technology is really heavily integrated into your life. That's usually, like, s- what cyberpunk is.
3: Yeah, I feel like definitely cyber and goes like, into it, because, yeah. obviously, like, futuristic tech is very involved in everything, and then the aspect of punk, I feel like, is more of a societal thing, as it's people going against some sort of, big system rebelling against some sort of order
2: in this case it's the corporations yeah so it's like they're very much a reflection of like the worst possible scenario of your future where the Mm -hmm. corporations run everything
3: i mean that is how it is now i feel like in this uh universe though people are much more aware of it and it's much more prevalent in your face
2: yeah also mercenary work is totally legal (laughs) yeah Need yeah. solo for the job. I mean, this yeah. is
1: this is an example of, of a dystopian game. It's basically Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. They haven't they didn't quite put like replicants in there yet, I don't right. think. So that's kind of like a little bit different. That's but true. yeah, but it's basically like Cyberpunk to me is basically like either you have internal cybernetic enhancements on people, so you have the fear of you know, you have like a fear of like meshing flesh with technology, and how does that
2: change people? i love that i love that they included stuff about that
1: yeah no exactly but it's exactly but it shows like the duality of that right there are good and there are bad like there are good and bad things that come with that corporate rule is like corporate espionage things like that are always in like a cyberpunk sort of setting it's always going to be dystopian everything's going to be fucking gross and shitty all the time yeah (laughs) night city
2: is grimy (laughs) (laughs) unless you're in certain
1: parts street doctors Yeah, yeah. The Docs Docs. Are just doc doctors on the streets that are just like
3: and these grimy little cubby holes. Yeah, yeah exactly. The clinic.
4: What I gotta say about the world is it's very interesting to go into a town and see three different layers: the top, middle, and bottom layer yeah. of a of a section of town. You'll be on the top. You'll see like skylines very nice yeah posh oh very, yeah this is also the class system stuff.
2: at its extreme mm-hmm. you yeah. go to like certain places where they have like the valentinos which is supposed to be like the futuristic chicano style people right yeah it's east la basically yeah. and, or you go to like japantown mm-hmm. and you see like all of like the rundown area that they're living in which could be equivalent to like going to little tokyo or chinatown like in los angeles as well so yeah. it's like you see that and then you go into like the nicer part where they have all the nice houses on the hill they even have nicer cars driving around Yeah, there. Night yeah. City is definitely
3: <laughs> like a modern version of Los Angeles. Yeah. I think they even say that they are in California at some yeah, point. Yeah, they do. And I kind of got that vibe when I went out into the badlands and there's all of those Joshua trees, so I automatically True. thought, this is Joshua Tree area yep. and what's uh, next to Joshua Tree? Los Angeles.
1: This this yep, particular exactly. night, night City because like according to, you know, your tabletop RPG and stuff, like Night City can be literally wherever you want it to be. Or it can be set up however you want it. It's a custom thing.
4: This uh, this particular Night City though, the one that is in the lore, is in between San Francisco and Los Angeles.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, so that's why you'll have see a lot of like r- uh, relations to all of those things. Mm-hmm. It reflects the culture really well here. Yeah, as well, the mixture
3: definitely.
4: So cyberware. Oh, this is that's a, a fun big way. topic.
2: It is a big topic because you're having like physical changes to the body, and you can see it whenever you're looking at characters right. sometimes they have like their whole eyes and like forehead replaced in some cases or and, their whole jaw yeah, is off yeah there's just like a lot of weird stuff they can do or it's more of like decorative like they'll have like gold plates on them or like lines or kind of like a, it's not a tattoo but it's definitely like an insert mm-hmm. so there's just a whole bunch of stuff I, th-
4: I think when i was starting the game like first day i was just scanning people because you get up- uploaded with like a, right. a police uh file report yeah. for every person in Night it's City. It's like the
3: Karoshi Optics. Do they the named optics. every single That's person. The thing. That's yeah. what
4: was really awesome. <laughs> She's like, what are you? Oh, you're Victor, like, like fucking this guy. It's nuts. I you're... didn't
3: see any
2: repeats either. Yeah, yeah, you're like
4: Dennis, this guy, you know? I thought that was very interesting. That's
2: funny. I totally did the same shit. I was like very... running around scanning people like, what do they do? <laughs> oh, you're Fred. Okay.
4: <laughs> um, but cyberware is a very big thing. There's a, There's a big controversy within the game as well. Like some people do not want to ruin mm. their body with cyberware, and it's a, uh, it, it's even reflected in the monk mission. Right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yep. I
3: did that one with my first character, and it was against the religion to have cyberware inserted into them because it's like impure or yeah, impurifying the body. Yeah, that
2: I mean that makes sense. It aligns a lot with certain religions where they don't want to modify their body in any way. Mm-hmm. So I could see that carrying on into the future where they wouldn't want these cybernetic enhancements because it would somehow make them incomplete or it would be like you said, desecrating some sort of part of their body.
4: Right. And that's the thing when you're looking at the implants that you could get yourself, uh, you could get basically everything, head eyes fore forearms, like regulatory
3: system,
4: like cardiovascular systems, immune
3: systems, immune system too. And they all have special effects that relate to combat usually.
2: Yeah. Although with your character, I don't see too much being changed besides maybe your arms. Like, yeah, as like far physically? as yeah, as far as like physical changes, like the way you look, they kept it pretty tame for your character. But you mm-hmm. see some wild stuff with other characters. like
3: the maelstrom gang yeah his fucking, whole like fucking down. part of his head is heads. missing. <laughs> yeah
2: and he just has like these three lenses as his eyes.
4: Well, what I wanted to bring up was the thing about cyberpsychosis. So in the original game, if you had all decked out cyberware, You would go under something called cyberpsychosis, which is in the game 2077. But you would lose your character sheet. The DM would take your character sheet, rip it, or make it an NPC. Oh, Basically, you lose yourself to cyberpsychosis. Your humanity and empathy levels are so low that you do not care about human life. So I feel like that's a big thing about why we don't really like Maelstrom is because they just really just give a fuck about themselves.
2: So is this kind of like what happened to uh, what's his name, Adam Smasher, the guy who's yeah. basically just a cyborg at this point?
4: Yeah, I mean, he has a job defend you know Arasaka, right? He, but that's I feel about like he's it. He's
2: gotten like programmed, <laughs> right? Yeah. He's basically just like their bodyguard at this point, nothing mm-hmm. else.
3: But yeah, I mean, he always has been. Even the beginning, when you have the Johnny mission, which I think was in twenty twenty three. Yeah. And he gets taken down by Adam Smasher, who is a bodyguard for Arasaka. can't wait to kill that fucker. And then you see him again <laughs> in the future in 2077, where he's, uh, what is it, Yorinobu's bodyguard. Yeah,
2: exactly.
4: Huge, chromed out fucker.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, dude, his, your intro to him is pretty fucked up, too, because yeah. you walk in, well, you're in, like, the brain dance with... um, Evelyn. Uh, with Evelyn, Evelyn Parker. And he's just, like, commenting on her, and I was like, oh, fuck, this is, like, serious. Who is this guy? Yeah. yeah, he was like, "I would fuck you like a piece of meat or some shit no, too." He he like,
0: like
3: you...
1: "A piece of fuckable meat." Yeah,
3: that. <laughs> yikes! <laughs> yeah, you're
2: like, "Whoa, who the fuck is you're this like, guy?" You're like, oh
1: no! While he
3: just stomps away. Yeah,
2: for real. Yeah, that was pretty nice. But also, uh, this is where you can find a secret sword on that mission. Mm. Yeah, I got that. Is it uh, Satori? I think is the blade you can get, yeah. and it belongs as, well as,
4: as the uh, iconic pistol. Yeah, the pistol that's like yeah. on his
2: bed <laughs> nightstand. So Secret Muffin, I'm sure we'll mention stuff like that every now and again. be like, this is where you can find this. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, definitely something I learned is you should go to YouTube and see everybody's oh, information So much hidden there content. There's so much stuff that you will probably miss when you play through it just as is. It's good to go and do your research about everything and know where to find things because there's some really interesting things you might miss in normal gameplay
2: definitely it's a I missed stuff, stuff just on that first play yeah like going through the first one and then you were telling me about these videos because you, you love watching the youtube videos yeah. for it and justine found out a whole bunch of information and i was like oh, i gotta watch it too and when i went back and started like paying closer attention like going to every room opening every door opening every box you'll find a lot of cool shit and mm-hmm. a lot of good upgrades you don't want to go through and just run through it yeah.
4: Right. you. This is one of those things. You just got to take your time with it. Yeah, if you there's run no through rush. it, you're not going to have a good time. There
2: really it. isn't a Even when they tell you there's a rush, there's no rush. Like, I don't think there's a time limit on anything.
3: The only thing there's ever a time limit on is if you're following somebody. Right. Because if you get too you far behind, you can fail a mission. You can yeah. fail a mission <laughs> but there's
1: oh excuse me go for it Uh, yeah there's uh there there is barry the the depressed police officer who's your neighbor oh man i failed that one twice Yeah, i failed it i failed it my first time too if you don't go talk to him and like try to be buddy buddy with him he will commit suicide yeah Yeah. in the end like you actually have to interact with him and if you don't and you take too many days not talking to him he ends up offing himself. i was
2: also very mad i couldn't save evelyn yeah Yeah. i was like come on after all this work like this is what happens but you get to kill all these dudes afterwards with judy so it's Mm -hmm. you get to make up for it at some point you Uh, basically hunt down sex traffickers yeah (laughs) you're like yeah it's time to fucking roast these dudes every
4: time that we talk about something i'm like oh yeah that's a good point to bring up too there's a lot of shit
2: we can't even cover it in like one episode
4: (laughs) we could probably start with gangs
2: yeah let's yeah Mm -hmm. let's 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 try to section it yeah there you go
4: (laughs) Gangs. all right favorite least favorite oh man
3: I personally really like the Tiger Claws because I like their style. Nice. They're into a lot of shady shit as far as business goes, but they look fucking cool doing it, just saying.
2: Where are they usually located? Like, what's their Uh, Uh, There's some that are in
3: Haywood. There's also, they're mostly in Japantown. Got it. On the eastern side of the city. Yeah. I feel like you
2: encounter them pretty early on, too. Yeah,
3: they're one of the first gangs you find. You Uh, fuck up a lot of Tiger Claws. I think the first one you really get into is Maelstrom. With yeah. the first mission where you're getting uh, your little robot. What a robot. bunch of assholes. Yeah. <laughs> That's my least favorite gang is Maelstrom because they remind me of like just a bunch of fucking mess heads.
2: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, other than that, the 6th Sixth Street, Sixth Street gang is probably my least favorite. next uh, a bunch to Maelstrom. Of
3: fucking douchey ass vets. Yeah. yeah.
2: All the chads who are just like, yeah, yeah we we're veterans. America. We're the best. My America. favorite part
4: about that is they all just blast the dad rock
2: radio station. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> yeah. My favorite though is the Valentinos yes they're Yo, fucking the Valentinos dope
3: The are dope they're the most op gang do you in know this? what their goal is huh? in night
2: city is just to find attractive women and steal them away from their men or whoever they're with right their on. goal is only to meet hot women and talk to them and fucking deck out their cars yeah and they, all they do is deck out their cars they have gold weapons gold cybernetics
3: they have some really great weapons, but yeah. they're also probably one of the most difficult gangs to Yeah, fight. they're tough as hell. Which I <laughs> did maybe like two missions with them, and I had to headshot them with a snipe like fucking three or four times yeah, to actually kill nuts. them. And they kept one shot killing me. I'm like, bro, Dang. what weapons w- are you what using? What
4: I think is really crazy is they, they are not really borged out. You try to hack one into one of them, they're not going to have yeah, cyberware. They
3: no. don't have cybernetics. Yeah,
2: they're mostly just for decorative purposes. They're not right. really doing it for like enhancements a lot of cool shit what... so,
4: so like the the hardest people in the game are people that wear knee-high socks and fucking chinos and like yes. I, it's fucking awesome
2: <laughs> oh here it is their purpose is to seduce the most beautiful women in night city <laughs> that is their goal what a wholesome they goal. have yeah. no other goal besides that and the way they do this is by your typical things of robbery uh doing the prostitution my least favorite is probably maelstrom or the uh the vets who are just all about america yeah i've killed a bunch of them because I was like just give me your weapons I don't want anything else because they have a lot of nice tech rifles they do they, they, they really, really like the on that rifles yeah.
4: uh, I did have to do a mission where I had to do a drinking contest slash oh, shooting oh I did via. that oh, yeah one. that's it's hard yeah <laughs> they're like alright hit no don't even look at the targets hit the vodka first
3: you're yeah. like god <laughs> damn it <laughs> I was lit off of that mission right
1: so I, I actually really like the maelstroms just because I like their design and whatnot just like how they look and oh yeah whole like and then they're always listening to black metal all the time so I'm they like, are actually like every yeah. time you walk in there yeah. they're always like on that ritual station this, like, they're so, metal
3: heads and they're literally the most most borged it, out group that you'll I, find. see
1: see it, 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 i'm a sucker for this shit so yeah and i know that they're terrible and awful and i do enjoy killing them because you can shock them to death and they're very True. susceptible to that
2: yeah they i mean every gang sort of has like their morals yeah like what they're gonna be involved with mm-hmm and it's like like valentinos are not going to be involved with like sex trafficking or like murdering children and doing shit like that whereas you have like the maelstrom who are cool with that and then there's another gang that just does tiger everything claws. tiger calls do whatever yeah. They will like sell their, their own mom <laughs> if it gets them some money.
3: I think Tiger Claws were modeled after the Yakuza.
2: Yeah, definitely. I, I, Maybe just a little bit know. less honor. Yeah, <laughs> I, I always yeah, blow definitely. up Tiger Claws every time I see yeah, them. Yeah, they're They're always awful.
1: mean to other people all the time. They're always they're yeah. always in some shit
0: going on They're always on bullying there. somebody, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, hey, stop
1: bullying that person. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck, you guys? Come on now. That's
2: a dope aspect, though. I love walking up and interrupting a crime. And be right, like, you're yeah. not doing
4: shit. Yeah, <laughs> Just yeah. like That's fucking shit. kill yeah. all of them. Thanks yeah. for that fucking NCPD money. Yeah, for yeah. real. That's another. And cool the cops
3: thing pay you. As <laughs> the cops in this game do not fuck. Don't them. <laughs> fight the cops because they will fucking they, kill yeah, they're, you. They're, they're, they are overpowered. They're way too overpowered.
1: It's, it's all about it's all about the uh, the paramedics. Like the call in paramedics. Those are the scariest fucking. They yeah. show up. They're like, all right, drop the fucking body because we're not here for you. And if you get anywhere near us, we're going to fucking shoot your ass. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. And you can call they're it like, stand
4: you. six feet back, and they fucking push you over yeah. gun in your face. Yeah. Like, and you're yeah. like, this is some real and shit. Like, these are doctors. <laughs> well, it's not even the, <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> 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 the <laughs> doctors. These are the, doctors. The, the worst part about it, though, is finding out that it's they're only doing this because they have a platinum insurance oh, card. Yeah. yeah. So
2: that insurance plan is crazy. This is like the epitome of having too much money. You like are guaranteed the service that they'll come find you, kill anybody who's in their way, so that they can save you and bring you back. It's like one of the first missions you find out about that. It's a
3: better version of the cops, in my opinion. Right. Oh
2: yeah, this is like cops <laughs> you actually want to have. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Did you have a least favorite gang?
1: Least favorite, probably also Street Six, just because they're boring. They are kind of. Boring, they're yeah. just boring. You're like, all right, these are. We get it. We already. You get them. Like Nailstrom at least is like cool looking and has, like, crazy metal parts and shit, and they at least have something going on, which is why I don't, like, hate them all that much. And all the other gangs are all super cool. I love the Valentinos. The Valentinos are awesome. They're super fun to interact with.
3: The one thing I'll give 6th Street, though, is that they are trying to stop the spread of cyberpsychosis because there's a mission where they actually are trying to receive medicine in order to give to people that have cyberpsychosis. That
2: was such a strong, like, allusion to how veterans are always trying to get help for the veterans who need mental help, like mm-hmm. people who need to go and speak with someone about it. And like, that always is a thing for soldiers and like veterans. They need the help, but they never get it.
4: It was very sad too. Cause you do these cyber psychosis missions. It's different for every area of the map, but you right. would find a veteran who was literally looking for medicine to help himself. Yeah. And then they would just deny him it because insurance yep. or something like that. And so they go crazy and they want to go. And I mean, in some missions even kill their whole family.
2: Oh yeah, you get you. Then you get the cyber psychos. Yep, Mm -hmm. who are just like uh, completely lost in whatever they're doing. I mean,
1: this is also an allusion to the problems with the class system as well. Right? Yeah. As as well. So like only the only the specialist, most richest of folks get the platinum insurance. Yeah.
3: Exactly. Um, Yeah.
4: yeah. I will say my favorite gang for sure is the animals. Uh, (laughs) Oh, fucking roided out, dudes! I, I love the idea of a gang just being like, you know what? I just want to get fit, dude. I <laughs> just want to take fit. <laughs> I just like, want to take Roids. Like, like, I just, I'm just want to lift, bro. I just want to eat tacos and fucking lift. Oh my
2: God, dude. One of those missions, I saw like the beefiest lady I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy shit. She ran yeah. up and just punched me. Just <laughs> she didn't even have a weapon over. in her hand. She just punched yeah. me. I was like, what the hell? That's
3: the thing about the animals, too, is they usually don't use cybernetics. No. They just get really fucking fit and eat on everything. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was Big really... hammers. <laughs> also hammers, yeah.
4: What was really scary was... uh. I scanned this guy. He did a fucking amazing, like super jump. I scan him. No fucking cybernetics. In oh, me. you're like, you're uh, just, I was like, very you're just fucking really fucking cr- <laughs> cr- really... Uh, you just fa- jump. <laughs> <laughs> least Holy favorite, God. though, scavs.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, fuck the scavs. The
4: idea of. Uh, Hey, fucking kidnap that person. We're going to rip them open, leave them on ice, and take their fucking goods. and Also, sell those regularly
2: goods. kidnap children.
4: Yeah. Which, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, you're like, what the hell? The Sandra Dorset mission, which we were talking about with the, uh, the insurance policy, uh, you could actually get caught by scavs and go back there, and you are naked in a tub. Damn. And they have all your shit, and you have to fight your way out of there
2: sandra Dorset is the one who's like very sketchy right you have to bring her like a data bank yeah, yeah. oh i killed her right after that really oh. yeah fuck that girl <laughs> well I, I wanted what she had in her apartment so i was like maybe you have a cool drop and she didn't so i was like oh all right all but she's got... also rich as fuck so i don't care
4: all i gotta <laughs> say though is there <laughs> there's a lot to it like um with these with these fucking uh, high up people in corpos, yeah. they're always super sketched out and they want to do things, but because they're in a corporate or political piece of like, yeah. thing, I don't know, you meet a character Dude, named that's Elizabeth. like that couple you meet who keeps yep.
2: giving you jobs. They oh, keep yeah. giving me the vibe of like, yeah, the couple wants to fuck you. They want to <laughs>
4: fuck your character. And it's you're like, key. why is this like this? It's a v- Have you finished the mission? <laughs> no. Oh God. Did
3: you do the second mission? Like I didn't the... do the second one. Oh yet. my God. Yeah. That's that one's
4: insane. Yeah, that one's pretty crazy. <laughs> that, and it cause... really,
3: oh my God. God. What was interesting about that mission is that they got into the concept of rogue AIs because something they mentioned oh, throughout shit. the game is uh, an AI war that happened several years ago where yeah. a bunch of rogue AIs tried to take down civilization, basically. So basically... And they managed <laughs> to lock them away in something behind something called the Black Wall, which we'll get into later. Oh, yeah. Too.
2: The Voodoo Boys are very into figuring out what that is and trying yeah. to like get in.
4: Netrunners yeah, the... who are still plugged in and lost in the net and can't unplug yeah. or they will die.
2: Yeah. I really like that aspect that they brought in where they're like... We're going to get taken over by AI, so we just want to join. Yeah. And they're trying to find a way through the wall.
3: In the second mission with the political couple, I think you're talking of Johnny. We'll get to Johnny in a second because that's an awesome awesome character. character. (laughs) You hate him, but you love that character. But he was suggesting that this entity that you're battling might actually be a group of rogue AIs that are trying to control people in order to bring themselves back into power. Oh, wow. All right.
4: And if you go through the mission, you will find some very haunting things, and it was—I <laughs> I, I legit feel scared. Oh, dang! And if you have an option to tell a character and like notify of this of them, you'll get a fucking sketchy ass phone call. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even joking. My hair was standing. Oh, my I, god. I literally felt like, like <laughs> I was looking at my window. I was like checking my phone. I was like, God, this is just right. Like you get me. a weird text. <laughs> You're like, oh god.
2: So they're listening to me right and
3: now. And then,
4: then after that, after you notify them, they're like, "All right, we don't need you for the job." They block both your numbers. Yeah. And so you, you're you left to your imagination of what has happened to them.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like the only moment I got like that was when uh, I did the mission with River to find the guy who was just putting kids Ooh. on like a, I don't know what it was. It was like pulling stuff out of them.
3: It was like a uh, preservation sort of thing. Yeah. Like they're in a comatose state. And they're being preserved by hormones and whatnot being pumped right. into their body, antibiotics. You gotta like it's similar to livestock is what they would do with right. cows, but he's doing this in the this children. Just
2: all of his kid all the kids in there, and then you yeah. had to go through like his fucked up childhood where his dad was just beating on him. You're like, This is so disturbing.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I think the worst part about it was if you could hack into the computer of the kid that got captured, you find their text messages and Yeah. It, it reminds me of like that like dating stuff. Like, they, go? like, lure like, kids like, to come out with that. Like, lure kids to them. Them. So so come out, to shit. The
3: concept of cyber abduction, basically. Yep. You talk to a stranger online, you get a little too comfortable. You finally go to meet them in person, and they abduct you and happen to put you on some sort of life preservation system.
4: That was a really good mission. I didn't want to fuck River after, though.
3: <laughs> I'm I am just saying, did. <laughs> the River sex scene is probably one of the better sex scenes in this game.
2: Uh, yeah, the one Johnny has with his, uh, with his girlfriend, or i don't know what Alt, they are
3: cutting ham is yeah. so
2: bad <laughs> yeah it's so bad it happens in like a green room <laughs> after he does a show and it's like it's all filthy and it's not even like a like a good ish sex scene are like, like this is really they bad They like slap
4: each other and like throw like fucking vodka <laughs> yeah on each other. it's he like yeah he like pours vodka
1: on her <laughs> yeah, tits and you're yeah. like what the fuck <laughs> I think that was kind of the point of that one. Is just yeah, like, Johnny's be... sort of a dirty boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, let's talk about fucking Keanu Reeves oh as Johnny Silverman. Silver- yeah. Honestly,
2: I've never seen him play a dirt bag. <laughs> like, yeah. he's usually a very, like, well, good, honorable Neon character. Demon,
3: he played a dirt bag.
2: That's true. Yep. He did. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. All right, so this is the second time I've seen him do it, (laughs) and he plays a really
3: good dirt bag. Let's talk a little bit about Johnny Room
4: 14. Got to be seen.
3: (laughs) Fuck out of here. Remember that?
4: Okay, Johnny. Love him, also hate him. Yeah, but I kind of want to be nice to him.
2: I just want to be nice to him to get his gun and his car. (laughs) That's the only reason I'm nice to him. (laughs) Otherwise, I'd be like, like, fuck off.
1: It's all about finding his pants. You find you a find very his you you, you find, find a all very his
4: clothes you find his clothes a very obsessed really fan, yeah. Yes. yeah. And you could go through and be like, "When was this concert?" He's like, "Oh, I was so coked out at that one." Because uh. he has like posters of like past. Oh, concerts. are you talking about the
2: old dude who sells you like the album?
4: No, no, no. You find a super fan who wanted Carrie's guitar. Oh, and like wow. Johnny was like, "Carrie, why would you want that cuck guitar, not mine?"
2: <laughs> 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 I love how offended he is when people don't like him he's like your classic narcissist kind of character he just wants to do things for himself although he does have moments where he seems to be kind of nice to you but it's still not believable
4: hey here's the thing he did the thing though he did the thing like he was like i fucking hate arasaka nukes arasaka yeah yeah. but he also killed like how many
2: people 12 million (laughs) yeah so it's like he
4: went a step beyond i'll give him that he did he did the thing he's
2: Basically a terrorist, so yeah. it's like, oh, you, like I get what you were trying to do, but you could have just blown up the building. He <laughs> is the cyberpunk.
3: Yeah, yeah he's the epitome of cyberpunk. Yeah, he he's literally, literally a punk musician. Yep, right. Also very anti-corpo, anti-government to the point where he would kill millions of people to make that point and statement right yeah, and, but samurai's fucking dope and, and also they actually have a spotify page he's just in, yeah. saying he's
1: <laughs> in the cyberverse so he is literally yep that you, yeah we got there we you, know it
4: yeah you have a you come across a shard that is a soul shard basically makes it so you preserve a, pe- a person's soul and like life into it the concept is you slot it in and your body is taken over by the past life
3: yeah it's typically supposed to be done in a deceased body that no longer has brain function so then that shard would take over their brain function however in this game it doesn't quite go that way and you end up with johnny silverhand in your head for most of the game yep which is honestly a pretty fun uh sidekick to have
4: one of the yeah i mean if you keep him around to do side missions he'll give you little tips and stuff Right, you like v don't fucking do that yeah (laughs) or he's like v this
2: sounds amazing he does stop you from doing a lot which is kind of surprising to me sometimes i'm like what do you mean i can't just shoot this guy in the face yeah (laughs) he's like you should probably listen to what he has to say i'm like god damn it all right
4: that's i think one of my favorite parts is when you meet hellman (laughs) and he's like i have a question for you does the ai ever make it so you change your decisions on things. And I'm sitting here like, Johnny does talk to me a lot and I do take yeah, his point right? consideration. <laughs> I was like, no, yeah. question mark.
2: <laughs> uh, I especially liked when he takes over your body and just goes on a fucking bender. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do whatever he wants. You'll want. see that in the tapeworm mission. It's, it's so really fun. so great. Because <laughs> he's you. So depending on what you look like, you, he's taking your body out and doing, like, a whole bunch of drinking.
3: <laughs> just debauchery. You know what? General. He gets the job
2: done, though. He figures yeah. out, like, the next steps.
3: He has his own method. Yeah. A method of so madness. That was, that
2: was hilarious to watch because you're basically just a passenger. So the
4: throwback mission where you're trying to find out Cunningham, Cunningham right. in that, it was so Cyberpunk 2020, like the TTRPG. You got, <laughs> a, you got a nomad with you looking all dirty. Yeah. You, got, you are a rocker boy. You are Johnny Silverhand. <laughs> you got... Netrunner with you yeah. uh rogue and then you have fucking media with you which was awesome to fucking see because media is a class in the game as well as you could be a cop or a corpo within the original game oh but gotcha seeing your fourth member shoot people and have a head cam on that like i got so much nostalgia right there <laughs> <laughs> the the game is a parody of like the current world right but often it feels a little too real there are a lot of connections that are very scary yeah um do we feel how do we feel about the sex work and the mercenary work in the game
2: so it's cool as fuck that it's all legal yep because it makes sense for it to be legal uh especially in regards to the sex work it's always been a weird thing to me that it's not legal because mm-hmm. if it's legal and you actually have like things in place to make sure everyone is okay then it's gonna run as a regular business. The only reason why people are in such danger is because it's always done like in a back alley where they don't have any protections. So people constantly would kidnap them, kill them, or like end up just doing all these horrible things like sex trafficking.
1: I think that the uh, brain dances that they put in there are a direct, you know, blockage to protecting people because they're just right. videos of the person you're into, and then you just sort of get all of the feeling. Yeah, from yeah, videos plus sensations.
3: Them. So why well, would yeah. you really need to go out where and meet somebody where you yeah. can just plug into your little brain wreath? What exactly. I, yeah.
4: What I find interesting about the brain dances is you find these people who sell them, and then people who consume them. I think one of my favorite was a guy who's like, I want some real dark shit.
2: Well, you also like, got brain dances of straight up murder. Yeah, So it's yeah, like, that's X-P's. like the super that's dark the thing. part. He's of like, it. I want to fucking kill someone in a brain dance.
4: And he's yeah. Like, I got the right stuff for you, man.
2: Like seeing that guy get his head fucking torched was really aggressive. Yeah. You're like, he has one of his cybernetics just like overload it and his, whole fucking head melts yeah that <laughs> was like, honestly like one disturbing. of the most disturbing yeah. brain
3: dances i had watched like i had to take a moment and like step away for a sec
2: also one of the scary things too is that if you have like the doll implant you end up just like your body is taking over so yeah. it's like that is also another and they don't remember it so it's yeah, like,
3: it's like a sort of state of psychosis yeah
2: so that's a, a, the other added element that's kind of fucked up but as far as like mercenary work i don't see why it can't be legal
3: the thing I found interesting about mercenary work is there is actually, if you listen to the radio, they'll have the radio announcer going through news sometimes. And you mentioned something about, uh, about mercenary work is that crime is so overrun in the city that the cops just don't have the extended yeah. force to be able to take care of everything. It's basically judge dread. Yeah. So they implement mercenaries in order to take care of the work that they can't get to, which is why it's legal for you to go around and just fuck up whatever gang you see on the street. I
4: found an amazing thing that relates to that. So on the TV, uh, they talk to the NCPD chief. Of yeah, I love they say, that. Uh, crimes down seven hundred percent. And they're like, "What? How?" And then you, I found a shard that said that that guy actually took Pacifica off of their jurisdiction. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you're basically getting cheated out by even the
3: cops. And it's interesting as they talk about political matters too. Is that they take uh, Pacifica off of like they list them as an independent state basically, so their votes don't count in the election which is interesting because Pacifica is traditionally like a place for people of color. Yep. That's what you'll find. They don't like the black people in this country. Nope. (laughs) And I think that alludes a lot to how our politics are today is that a lot of times uh, counties and cities where there's majority people of color, they'll try to prevent them from voting. Make it very much harder. Make it very difficult. Yeah.
2: They're convinced that all of them are involved in some way or another with the crimes. Mm -hmm. But at this point, they're cut off from the rest of the city, so they don't really get any support. so they kind of had to make their own
3: cops don't go around there
2: yeah there's no cops in there when you go into pacifica they usually are not around there but if you attack one of the voodoo boys everyone nearby will try to kill you i also
3: like that they're the most op net runners in the game they are
2: really good they are the hackers there's a story reason for that though yeah they're trying to like they're trying to be more connected with the ai that might possibly take over your whole world Mm -hmm. but that's later in the game
4: Arasaka is a big one. Militech is a big one as well. Oh, fuck Militech.
2: I kill those dudes every time I see them. (laughs) They're basically
4: armored force that you could buy. Yeah, yeah, Um, exactly. But I did do a side mission where Arasaka hired Valentinos to attack Arasaka buildings with Militech equipment and gear. So they could stage a political fiasco Oh, so they could start another war.
2: That sounds like something a government would do nowadays, yep. honestly. That's the thing, Corpo's some black ops mission. Yeah, like...
3: I feel like Arasaka is very representative of the top 1%. They're like the Rothschilds and the fucking yeah. um, oh, Rockefellers dang. mixed yeah. into one.
2: That's true. How, how old was the head of the Arasaka company when like, he. Didn't they say he was like over 100?
3: Yeah, like because 200 years He's already yeah. ancient when you see him in the so first Johnny play, which was in 2023. And then you see him again in 2077 looking just as old he's de- he's well over i can't 100. believe
2: he gets choked out by his son yeah fucking whack and you're
3: just fucking <laughs> watching it but spoiler <laughs> i mean it's the first mission another be- yeah. Yeah.
4: rest in peace jackie <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. oh yeah no man I, did- I haven't cried in front of a fucking computer screen in a long time was, playing a game but, but holy shit <laughs> you yeah know,
1: i i feel like i haven't played the corpo playthrough yet but i feel like the street kids the one that aligns with and like like melds yeah. into Jackie's storyline a lot better than all. The yeah. Other it makes two. sense. It makes the most sense. And it just like, you feel like pals sort of, instead yeah. of just, you know, well, tumors. cause he's connected
2: with the Valentinos, which is like in Haywood. Yeah. So it makes sense that the street kid one would make sense for all that. If you attend. So yeah, funeral, you're right. It's a very oh emotional God, thing. Dude. Oh it's yeah. Very emotional. You can get up and say something, too, if you want.
3: But also another side thing is you, depending on where you put Jackie's body, you might not be able to experience the the funeral, right. which I found out in the first gameplay because I sent it to a certain person. and But then, he might
2: he might get brought back at some yeah, point. Yeah,
3: and Arasaka took the body, but they also alluded to the fact that he might be brought back because his engram, his personality yeah. was saved. And then you send it to another person, then, you know, you get the funeral. You get the real death aspect to it.
1: So you got three options in that car when he's dead. One of them is you send it to the hospital, I believe. Take send, him it to the hospital. send it to Vic. Tenant, yeah, send it to yeah. Vic, or you, or you just leave him in the car and say I'll be right back, which you won't. And then, or you send it to his family. So I've sent it to his family once, which I thought was the morally the right thing yep. to do because that was one of the biggest things to him is his family and stuff. So I was like, they should just get his body and then do stuff with it. Cool. Then the other one was like, I'll be right back just because I knew I wouldn't be because this is the second playthrough. I was like, I know I won't be back, but just see what happens. And then Delamain just gets up, rid of it. Delamain takes it to his family. Yeah. Because Delamain's the
3: homie. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> Delamain is your AI taxi driver. Also, He's
2: the best. You can, you can save all of the the breakaways from Delamain. Oh. You, okay. You so, can save them. So
1: yeah. there's one reference, one cameo from those cars, which is the GLaDOS cameo. Yeah. yeah. And then she
3: tries them. to fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, then, and, and even makes
1: all the cake references. Yeah. And then yeah. calls you dumb because that's what the statistics say. And then nice. it's, oh my God, I loved it entirely. And the, the voice is the right voice. And well, it's so good.
4: I, uh, I did finish that mission. One of the awesome ones was the fucking really paranoid one that goes into Haywood. And he's like, <laughs> They're everywhere, the pink things. I'm like, oh, what like are you talking about? The flamingos. Yeah. So flamingos. He hates lawn flamingos, and he's like, I'm you overly scared. You have lawn to kill flamingos
2: them. As the mission, it's so funny. I um,
3: remember the first time I did that, I just went around shooting the flamingos, and the fucking cops show up. No, and tell like, them about the vending
2: machine. Oh, oh yeah. the sentient vending machine. Yeah. So Branded. I was just
3: like minding my own business, going to another side mission, and. I hear this voice out of nowhere that's like, hey, hey, you. And I'm like looking around like, where the fuck is this coming from? And I realize it's one of the fucking vending machines who starts talking to me and basically gives me like a little mini quest. Yeah. <laughs> where it, I had to like move a trash can out from in front of him because people weren't going to him because they couldn't find out where he was. But I was like, bro, what is this? Well,
4: here's the thing. If you go back, you'll have more stuff to do with him.
3: Oh, really? It's a It's
4: a, it's a thing that you come back to every couple of days. You allude to the fact that he is sentient. And I'll just leave it at that.
2: Ooh. <laughs> but are they like ridiculous missions or are they like legit No, it's just things? like you
4: just talk to him. I mean, there's one chick that goes and she just bitches about her boyfriend to him. <laughs> and he was like, she's a very nice woman. Hey, V, <laughs> Don't do murder do, his boyfriend. <laughs> do, you, do you want a coffee? And you're Like, you're sentient, bud. And he's like,
2: yeah. Uh, for some reason, I really liked the mission with the bartender who was like, my wife's cheating on me can you go like go Whoa, find that out was, that one was fun. and i was like hell yeah i'll find out if she's cheating on you fuck this bitch and you're like <laughs> go and follow her
3: well see like when i did it when i walked into the room i just i didn't ask any questions i was like i've seen enough but then when i went to go tell him about it he got all pissed off because i didn't actually like confirm what was happening
2: oh yeah you gotta confirm
3: oh <laughs> well, yeah i didn't do that i fucked up i
2: confirmed and then i killed him
3: Oh, you killed uh, <laughs> the dude? Well, <laughs> yeah. you, you nice. come to
4: find out that she's actually been doing work on herself. Yeah. Like, physically. Mm-hmm. Like, just changing her appearance. She doesn't have blonde hair. She, does, she doesn't She does look... Her facial structure looks different. That's why their son looks completely different. Right. And so, he was just like, I wish she would have told me. And I was like, well, there might have been a reason for that. Just tell her you love her and you're sorry. And he was like, that actually saved my marriage. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> Text message. That's like, so, you're marriage. telling me she
2: sense. wasn't cheating on him?
4: <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> One of my favorite things in this game was Claire. Uh, The bartender of the afterlife. Yeah, she's
3: dope. The The racer chick.
4: The afterlife is a famous bar that was in the original uh, TTRPG. It is the fucking place to be if you are somebody in Night City.
2: Yeah, that's where you hear all the gossip too. Yeah.
4: and Somehow Rogue runs it now, even though she's very old, but she doesn't look it.
3: Yeah, she looks fit.
4: Yeah, right? (laughs) Um, (laughs) How do you romance Rogue? (laughs) You come to find out that uh, you're doing these missions for Claire yeah. doing these driving missions you win races and stuff and she talks to you about her husband i don't know have you guys done this not that yet? far yet
2: Hell
0: yeah you here. mind if i
4: spoil go ahead okay you come to find out she was like my husband died in a, in a race i was i was doing the guns and before i transitioned to a female that's when i i realized that she is fem- she's a trans woman
0: oh
3: wow
4: but when they brought that in i was like damn good on cd project red for like giving representation and making you feel like it could be accepted
3: that was another cool thing especially when it comes to building your character is you have so many options mm-hmm. when you could have a female or male body build you can have female or ma- male voice regardless of your body build you can also pick your genitals or choose yeah. not to have there's any. no
2: restrictions on how ha- yeah that's true you can also have none yeah, yeah. yeah. like yeah. what was it Where, Was yeah.
3: it yours a female build of a big huge long, oh <laughs>
4: i have to explain this every time everyone's like how big did you make your winner Okay, of course, extra large. What do you mean? <laughs> the biggest so, ever. So, penis two, very big, <laughs> uncircumcised. Oh, wow. All right. Just no. huge.
3: I, all natural. <laughs> I have to admire the fact that we all made female characters. For yes, first this is character. true. We we yeah. I, I, just
2: wanted, I just wanted a badass chick to be beating up all these people is what it was. <laughs> just I just wanted guess. a really tiny girl yeah. with gorilla arms. <laughs> 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 and a tire iron all right, guys. solving all the problems goes
4: with blunt tires. weapons big, love it big shout out to one of the best side characters though pan am
3: yeah, yeah. She's, a gr- she's
2: grimy man i don't she's know why people love her she has drives. the nastiest fucking hair dude she has lo- she has those white girl dreadlocks that where it's like oh. it's fucking mad. it it's not even dreadlocks well i'm talking about her character <laughs> not her design all right dude i can't tell you how many times that game forced me to look at her ass it forced me <laughs> to stare at her ass because you have to walk behind her and i'm like can i just run past her because she's annoying the fuck out of me I- i'm gonna betray her head. ass the second time so i can get a better car honestly <laughs> she's a
4: hothead for sure I just, I like her.
1: Uh, Yeah, me and Mer both have to cool down when we're on our
4: screens.
2: It's like, but if you want to talk about River, though. Ooh,
4: (laughs) Daddy (laughs) River. (laughs) I still haven't seen Carrie yet, though. (laughs) Carrie is the original fucking person from Samurai. Also, the soundtrack in this game, holy fucking shit. yeah.
2: Yeah. We cannot miss talking about the music. They have so much music in this game. It's what ridiculous. was interesting
3: too is that they commissioned a lot of big name artists to make right. songs for this. They have people like Run the Jewels, <laughs> Grimes, Grimes uh, Shy Girl and BB. How oh, did you guys meet uh, Lizzie Wizzy? Lizzie Wizzy, played <laughs> by Grimes. Yeah. I met her. She's a bitch. She's crazy. I love it. <laughs> she's
2: also fully Chrome. Yeah,
3: she's completely Chrome. As totally Grimes automated. Yeah,
2: right. That's that's spot on. For it's how Grimes such a Grimes would be. character. That's the
3: thing they
4: they made these uh, radios that all go to a certain genre and they basically commissioned artists to make songs for the game, which I even found out that one of the artists didn't even realize he was in the game.
2: Yeah, that's hilarious. They I probably t- just took <laughs> submissions and they're like, thanks.
3: They even <laughs> created bands for this band, like Sam- uh, Samurai. You can actually find them on Spotify. Yeah. That's, the, they have that's the how lore, like, or,
4: or deep the, the lore goes. Or the, or, the,
1: or, the, or the other Samurai band, like yeah. Samurai. Or- samurai. <laughs> <What is> samurai. <laughs>
3: But Samurai actually released a song in 2019, like far before the game right. was released. He's wow. just like promoting it. Yeah. Fun it was promo. really cool. And I, I, love I guess that. Keanu Reeves actually sings on one he of the does. tracks. Yep.
4: Mm-hmm. He sings on uh, the, the big one, Never, Never Fade Away. Fucking beast. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a. The soundtrack is really good. I really like the health song. I love that run. The jewels
2: did the like montage song that you have with Jackie. I really hate that. They made you love Jackie so much in the beginning of the game, just to take him away. I was like, Uh, you guys are awful for doing this for the storyline. What the fuck?
4: I mean, there's like what over 14 hours of music.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And
4: every, every gang has their own battle theme.
2: Yep. Which Mm -hmm. is, I appreciate that. They put so much time into making the script. So all of the like dialogue scenes are really good. I never felt like they were poorly written or even poorly acted so much good voice acting yeah
3: and you have a lot of options for where the dialogue can take yeah you. and it'll
2: change a lot about how the game plays mm-hmm. like just between you and i talking about it we really had different experiences but also it's how you handle it i like to just shoot people first and then ask questions after no, which yeah. is not the way to go in cyberpunk don't do that
3: and then whether you're <laughs> you corpo, lose a lot of info a nomad a street kid and also going into your attribute right. level you'll have certain dialogue options oh that's true yeah you. like i've heard having high cool gives you some of the best dialogue Options. It
2: does. You end up just being like this really badass and literally a cool character.
3: Yeah.
1: You're just the wittiest person yeah, ever you have, all the time. Oh my <laughs> god.
2: There was an option that I was really mad I couldn't choose because apparently I wasn't cool enough but you, you walk up and it's uh, Johnny and she's like oh no don't jump off the edge as <laughs> he's like standing there and I was like this is great I wish I could have used that line but there's so many moments where you have all these lines you could have used and it's because you have to have that one up really high but it's i guess you can only really max out like two of your stats
3: yeah because you start with what around like i want to say like 10 base six, attribute points i think six yeah. yeah about six well everything is at three. To oh, begin that's with. right yeah and then you have an additional six you can add from the beginning and yeah. then each level will give you another attribute point you can add to it but realistically yeah. you'll only be able to max out 20 for about two what, of them
4: what i really like is doing the thing gives you the thing so if you're yeah. if you're hacking you're gonna get Perks, or yeah, because right. you're hacking. Oh,
3: yeah, if that's, you're gonna punch yeah. people. You get a really dope stuff. system they have in here. Yeah, you
2: can get athletic points just from jumping around and running, <laughs> and whatever. straight up running. It's,
1: it really reminds me of the Oblivion games. So yeah, Oblivion that's true. Because in that game, every time that you did something, you leveled up in that thing. So, and even like Makes running sense. around, you got more stamina and more athletics. Jump. You would just you could just stand there jumping in Oblivion, and you would get yeah jumping. You'd get better at jumping. Yeah. That's hilarious. You get like points that. for
3: hacking things. You'll even get points for sneaking up behind people and cracking their neck. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've never wanted to replay a game as much as I have this game, just restarting and making a new character because it's so different. Yeah. Plus you find different items. You might find mm-hmm. like certain weapons that are like what's the word? uh iconic. Yeah. But other than that, like I always find different weapons and it totally changes how your game plays because you'll have this one weapon you get super attached to and you just keep it and try to upgrade it. And then you just find one in a box somewhere like in an alley. You're like this is way better.
4: Yeah, that's the thing. Like they all have different attributes. Like there's chemical right. damage, electricity. My uh, One of the ones that I haven't used that much, but it's really cool. Ricochet. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. like
2: hitting a wall, oh so it just God, fucking Yeah, dude. I use the shotgun ricochet, which is hilarious, because it's just a wall of damage that bounces off and you can just take someone out behind a box or something. It's or ve- the you use the tech one where it's you just super
4: shoot. in depth with its combat right. and its dialogue
3: options for sure. Lots of variety too.
4: There's so much to talk about this game, it's hard to put it within like an hour. Right. But I mean I believe at this point. We've all played the game enough to say that the work that was put into it is very much appreciated, and it is, it's hard work that is yeah. like well. Also, paid the off.
2: glitches aren't even that bad. Like they're, they're mostly most, kind of fun. They're mostly comical. Yeah, yeah. You, you end up having your character like sit. Awkwardly, or like people just suddenly do a T pose out of nowhere, <laughs> or you're you're like riding your motorcycle and then you stand on it for no reason. Or, or it just does weird you shit call like that.
1: Your car and it falls out of the sky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or it comes in all fucked up, like it tried yeah. to get there as fast as possible <laughs> and hit everyone and everything on the way there.
2: God. My um, favorite one that I've encountered so far is uh, I tried to get into my car while it was near another one and it just flipped. <laughs> it just suddenly <laughs> flipped over. I, or when I drove on top of a car and then got stuck and, and it was like a turtle like sitting on top I've had of it weird
1: I've had some weird more glitches since I've been playing more I've had some more like more annoying ones like trying to track like objectives and things like that sometimes it won't like click and actually like do oh, the tracking yeah. for it which is honestly really annoying
2: or the screen or, persist or, where yeah, it shows you something yeah, that stays on the there. boss's health bar is still at zero yeah, percent yeah. and i
1: have yeah. walked a thousand kilometers away <laughs> from there and it's still there so there's definitely bugs here that are like a little worthy of like their minor annoyances or yeah they're funny
2: they're working yeah, on it but nothing game breaking most
3: of it is just minor annoyances or humorous right which is well, yeah, i wouldn't good. say it's anything that would block me from playing the game the only thing that would prevent me from playing the game is if I had a really slow system that didn't have high enough graphics to right. where it's like honestly not worth it. Because I did purchase this originally for my laptop and it the system was just too slow to handle the graphics on it. But we have another computer we play it on, so that's fine.
2: Right,
4: that's the thing. There's like motion blur, there's a uh, film grain, there's all these other things there's that make so the much aesthetic options very you nice. can
2: turn on and off in that game. Yeah, um,
4: but I think what I want to see with the game because they do have two updates that will come in January and in February DLC.
2: We want to see DLC. Free DLC. We want to see free DLC. <laughs> because that company level... is the only one that ever does free content. We
4: want to see a bigger level cap.
2: Yeah, yeah. that'd be dope.
4: Probably more side missions. Probably even maybe new fixers. Yeah. Dude, let me
2: change my fucking hair. That too. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That's all I want. That's I just a want a one. different hairstyle. Because I like the intro one, but like, let me change it.
3: Mm-hmm. My character is evolving, and so is my style.
2: Right. Also, if you drive from inside of the car, you're a fucking psycho. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I do oh, that, but with it's, only it's motorcycles. Far. Well, yeah, because that you can see over it. But if you're in a car, yeah. you can't see shit out of the windows.
3: Yeah, it's only really good for motorcycles. Otherwise, like you, don't you know have no peripheral vision. That's why yeah. you can't
2: fucking drive it in a two D setting. So it's like it doesn't make any sense. Anyway, <laughs> any final thoughts? I think the game is really good. Ratings? Go would you guys it. recommend it?
3: Like, I'm not a big video game person, and you know this. I don't play much yeah. besides, like, fucking Sims and Animal Crossing and Minecraft. But yeah. this game got <laughs> me really into fucking You video saw games. me playing,
2: and you're like, I have to get this game. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's an incredible game. Uh, it's I would compare it to Grand Theft Auto, but it's better, way more intricate, way more interesting. Yeah. Um, if Grand you Theft have, Auto didn't have the detail. Yeah, if you have the system to run it, I would highly recommend playing this game because there's something for everybody to love here.
1: So going off of the Grand Theft Auto comparison, it's very much a Witcher meets Grand Theft Auto Ooh, yeah. combination of games. Which but makes I sense. feel, coming from someone who, from myself who played The Witcher three a lot all the way so through, good. it it is it is really good. And I feel like I like Cyberpunk's a little bit of a step down in terms of like plot complexity. Oh, because I could see that. Because yeah, with the main storyline for the for Cyberpunk, you're it, it kind of gives you the illusion of choice, whereas like the same thing is going to happen regardless of what you say. It's just more so how do you say it? Whereas like all of your choices in The Witcher impacted the end of the game like to massive really expense. heavily, yeah. Really, like and if you fuck up like and do really badly in one part, like that drastically comes back later. And I didn't really feel that too much with Cyberpunk like on the later stages. Not that I'm not addicted to it and uh. playing it. You know, aggressively at the moment. But, well,
3: I haven't you know. gotten to the very ending of the game, Same. but I have heard that certain decisions, especially the relationships you make, will affect how the end of the game plays it, out.
1: It, that's true, but it's just not as it's not as wide spanning as The Witcher was, which is what I was a little disappointed with. To be mm-hmm. to be quite honest, I was definitely dude. Like, I
2: got stuck playing Gwent in the Witcher for like days. Yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> <laughs> I like just ignored Gwent. the internal the card stuff. game. They have in that. I was like, this is ridiculous. They, people played it so much. They had to take it out of the game and sell it just by itself. You, you can go and play Gwent just by itself and not play the Witcher, which is hilarious but i agree it does there's a lot more story i still haven't finished the witcher because there's so much stuff in it yeah there is a lot and you really are gonna change a lot about what happens i feel like in in cyberpunk they're focused a lot on the aesthetic of like how it's gonna look all the details in the city and like the music so like the the main storyline was probably like like you said gives you the illusion that you're gonna have these choices but like of the choices you have, almost all of them lead you back to the exact the same, same thing, thing that's and it, gonna happen. It,
1: it, it doesn't it just doesn't it just doesn't change it enough right. for me. You know, whereas like in The Witcher I had a playthrough where I fucked up everything and it was just the worst possible outcome that happened at the ending, and then when I got to the end of Cyberpunk I was very much like, Okay, so what did the only the only big thing was if you finish I think I did all of Pan Am's, uh, Pan Am's missions and whatnot so you got to like team up with the Aldicados at the end right which was kind of which was cool to see all that play out and whatnot so that was interesting so it seems like you have branching allies at the end depending on who you yeah choose. you could
2: cut off Pan Am pretty quick if you want yeah exactly you could just betray her and then you get a cool car that's like the reward for doing that
1: yeah. yeah and so I, I, no, I just wanted to see bigger i wanted yeah. to see bigger outcomes from everything that i did as well
2: i do wonder if they're gonna add more dlc in the terms of more story that might be like a little better yeah or I, like I, they have more time to do I, just that section I, I would
1: also like some sort of cue for you know what specific because you have like three different progressions that you're working with one yeah. that like influences like your relation with johnny and then one with like oh, your view on the street gotcha. and then i think i can't remember what the third one is but are just not. It's not very easy to figure out what missions you're doing apply to those, like those check boxes and whatnot. I think
2: you just have like the percentage thing. Yeah, exactly. But like even that's not super clear. It's not clear at all. Yeah, no. so and that's, and that's like there's that would little, make sense.
1: Little things like that. So I'd give the game like an eight out of ten for the most part. Maybe a seven point five if I'm feeling really mean. But, yeah, that's just because I'm comparing it to, like, The Witcher 3. In well, terms I mean, that was like, the game they made last. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm giving that comparison because they took more yeah. time with this one, and it seemed like they delivered a little bit less right. than what I wanted. Not that it's not great, though. I didn't really enjoy it, but I got to criticize things I love.
4: I think this was, like, a great successor for the Cyberpunk name. Like, this has been something that's been pen and paper for Long over time. a fucking yeah. decades there's been multiple decades going on and so finally to see mike pondsmith's like world fully yeah. fleshed
2: out in a game that i could walk around in such good timing too for this game to come out and yeah. like the
4: allusions to everything within current politics current racism current like societal and class differences just like i believe the game is funny in the ways that it isn't is not really out in your face right you're like this is really subtly
2: funny and just fucking fucked up there's so much funny lines in this and then yeah. it switches to something super dark and you're like oh this is a little disturbing i don't know if i want to play this part of the game
4: right uh but this game it's probably gonna be the only thing i'm gonna be really playing for the next like oh yeah you completely yeah, obsessed sure. with it yeah so i am gonna give it a nine i think the game itself is something that was made from a guy with a lot of heart and he, the heart is, like, shown in the for sure.
3: I definitely think my rating is pretty high for this. As someone that doesn't come from a video game background, I would give this, like, a 9, 9.5. I think it's thoroughly enjoyable, super detailed, and exactly what I would want from a video game.
2: I'm going to stick with an 8, or maybe in like, 8.5. Yeah. Just because of the th- I, I was thinking about the same thing that Mitch was thinking about. I just wish the storyline would affect it much more. Because then you would have the replayability of going through the same storyline and seeing those differences of being like, oh, if you stop talking to this person, you kill this person, then it changes how the rest of the storyline is going to play out instead of just coming back to the same thing. The only things that are like drastic like that are the side missions. Yeah. Because if you don't like fuck with certain side missions, then you'll never know about that story. And it it, it doesn't affect the main storyline, but it's all sort of like it branches out and then it never comes back. Mm-hmm. It's just taking you on these stories that are like you, not connected. Yeah, you go
1: on a story and then the story is done and you're yeah. just running around finding random right. little short stories to play yeah. through. And
2: I do not like certain side missions that are like, go get this item, take it to this person. Cause it reminds me too much of world of Warcraft. And I yeah. hate grindy shit like that, where it's like, go kill 10 of these things and come back. That's like the worst thing I could possibly do. And we'll in any give you a thousand euro dollars. Yeah. It doesn't make <laughs> sense. It. I like the weird ones where it's like, go and find this car and drop it off. And then a dude pops out the trunk and you're like, Oh shit. Yeah. I have to, I have to deal cool. with this guy. Like, do you kill this guy? Do you put him back in the trunk? Yeah. Like, what do you do? It, it judges your morals a lot like are you gonna help these people Are you gonna not help them
3: are you about the money
2: or yeah the moral? exactly yeah.
3: i mean
1: and even you then you fuck those... your fixer over and even yeah. Then, yeah and even then, i want those choices to reflect more in like right. especially like the percentages of like the different paths that they have i'd like those yeah. to affect it more or have like a, a morality chart or something like some old bioware games have they could whatnot. even
2: make certain areas more dangerous by your actions like you've yeah. fucked over a certain member then they're like you go and they're like oh they recognize you like you can't yeah. come over here they could even do subtle things like that but i'm sure they're gonna add more stuff to it and i like it a lot i'm gonna be playing it for a while
3: yeah because this game although is very beautiful is not finished yet
2: <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of like there's certain elements that people are discovering and they're like well, what is this empty space over here that doesn't have anything in it like when they found the rail system yeah they weren't sure if it was supposed to be finished or if it was just something they had there.
1: <laughs> Too many locked doors. Yeah, when I've got a technical ability of like 10 plus, I should be opening up all those fucking locked doors. Even if it's just somehow. for like a
2: weird room of like random samurai posters. I don't know, something. If it's just trash. Yeah, it's
1: just a bunch of white items. I don't give a fuck. let just me, open, let me it. open the door. That's yeah. fair.
2: I do encounter a lot of locked doors. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, that's pretty much it. You want to yeah. wrap up the episode?
4: <laughs> Thank you for listening to Bringing Down the Grindhouse. Uh, ah, we appreciate the support. We are on all streaming services, anywhere that you can stream a podcast, most notably Apple and Spotify, as well as our SoundCloud. We have t-shirts on Teespring, as well as a Patreon, which you could now donate to, a $2 minimum, and you could recommend a piece of uh, horror-themed uh, content to us, and we will take it into consideration for a episode. We are going to be doing an episode uh, next week for a Patreon subscriber named Sean, Sean, thank you for your support. We love you. Other than that, you can find us on all our socials: Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter are the main three. And just leave us a comment. Maybe you want to debate with us. I don't care. I really
2: want to just nap. So thanks for coming out and doing the episode. We're bringing down the grand house. I'm Mitch. I'm Mur. I'm Justine. And I'm Jonathan. Thank you.